Welcome to the More Practice Profits podcast, brought to you by your host, Lorcan O'Donnell, health business mentor and podiatrist. The podcast that is designed to help current and aspiring clinic owners make the most of their clinic, turning it into a true business that can work without them, allowing them the freedom to earn more, work less, and live a better life. Welcome to the latest episode of the More Practice Profits uh, podcast with myself, Lorcan O'Donnell. In what is a very exciting week for us, where we're um, getting ready to launch our group coaching program, Blueprint, um, which is designed to help clinic owners double their profit inside 12 months. Um, this is something we've been working on for quite a while. We're moving from a one on one coaching model to a group coaching model. Um, as a result of trying to make sure that all of our clients achieve their goals as fast as possible. Um, so we are actually increasing the amount of time and access that our clients will have with us by a minimum of 400% a month. Anyway, um, today's topic is, um, is your front desk handover working? So what I mean by this is when you walk, you, um, when you hand your patient over to the front desk for them to follow up on, is that being done correctly? Um, and this is a massively important part of the clinic journey, of your patient's journey. Now, when um, we start, what's clinic owners start a business? Some people will buy a clinic and it will come with reception staff. However, um, most clinics are not like that. They start on their own and this is how I started. And you're doing everything. You're doing um, the reception. You're being the clinician. You're doing the accounts. You're trying to uh, get those patients to rebook. You're issuing receipts. Um, you're answering the phones, um, as well as treatment. And um, there is no handover because it's you doing everything. But then what happens is you have to take somebody on. Now, to begin with, you find, and I found in my own experience, that I became quickly, uh, quite quickly full. So I was running um, from Billy to Jack, and I was treating patients all day, and then trying to get them to um, pay the receipt, or pay, pay their bill, get the receipt, and rebook in between those consultations. Um, and it was quite stressful. And I was going home exhausted to face more paperwork, which I was putting on the long finger, if I'm honest, and that did not end well for me in the end. Um, I was pretty stressed out, and I see the same thing happening with clients. Um, now, usually, I would advise that the first person that you take on as a staff member is a receptionist. Um, and that's what I did. And even if it's part-time, now, there is pros and cons of part-time versus full-time. If you take someone on part-time, obviously, it's an easier transition for you as a clinician because you, obviously, they can't see patients, so they're not, in the strict sense of the word, bringing you in money. Um, but it means that while the pressure has reduced on you, it hasn't reduced fully. Versus full-time, obviously, reduces that pressure more, but it means that you have to come up at a higher wage. Now, if you... Um, have a front desk person, what it does mean is it reduces the stresses on you significantly. It means that the ability to um, rebook those patients is greater and you'll find that you will be able to fill that book even faster. 
Or if you are listening to this and say, well, my book is already full, I have a waiting list, well, then it will be mean that you will find it even easier to fill any more staff members that you take on. If you, and obviously, if you're looking to scale up your business, if you want it to be more than just a job, you need to have staff. You need to have clinical staff working for you. And having a front desk person, especially a well-trained front desk person with a great um, handover system will really speed that process up for you big time. Now, um, let's imagine you don't have the space to put somebody in. And I have a client at the moment who's in exactly this situation. So this person has um, didn't have a receptionist and their business has massively grown since I started working with them. And now the phone is ringing so much, they have so many leads to do, they actually need someone on the phone. So what they did originally is they had a um, virtual receptionist um, service. And that was okay. It was better than nothing. But that's not really working as well as we'd like it to. So what they're doing is they've recruited a receptionist. But this receptionist is working from home. So because they don't have the space in the clinic at the moment until they, they move the clinic and upgrade, that receptionist is getting paid to answer the phone um, to, from home. Now, it's not an ideal situation, but it is certainly reducing the pressure on that clinician, that owner. And in fact, it should result in, now this has only just happened, so it should result in a greater rebooking rate from patients. It should result in a greater number of patients who are ringing booking in, and we should end up in a more profitable um, clinic with higher turnover. So if we assume that you do have a receptionist, then you need to realize that the handover that happens between the clinician and that receptionist, that front desk, is massively important to the profitability of your clinic. Why? Because if you don't have a proper handover system, then you're going to find that your um, ability to get the patients that you currently have to come back more often, to stick to the plan of care, um, and to, to maybe take on more services that you provide is going to be significantly reduced. So you need to develop a particular system to it. And I'm going to go through the system that I have and the system that I would help my, um, my clients develop. And that is essentially that you want to make sure that your team, your clinical team, walk the patient to the desk. It's no good just telling them, go up there and make an appointment. They literally need to walk them to the desk. They need to give clear instructions to the patient to begin with before they get to the desk on what they're going to have them do. And then they need to give clear instructions to the receptionist on what they want done. So, for example, if the patient is coming in and they want them to come back once a week for the next three weeks, they need to make sure the patient is aware that that's what they're going to say. And then when they get to the desk, they need to introduce the patient and say, this is John Doe, for example, and I want to see John once a week for the next three weeks. They need to have an air of authority when they do so. Now, having an air of authority does not mean you're rude. It does not mean you're pushy. It means that you know what you're talking about, you know what's needed, and you're expecting the patient to follow your instructions because that's what they came for. They came to ask you, what do I need to reach my goal? And you're advising them on what that is. Now, the next step might surprise you, but this is the feedback that has come from front desk teams. And in particular, has come, I found it um, in my own clinic, and that is to get out of the way. So walk them to the desk, give them clear instructions on what you need, give those clear instructions likewise to your front desk with an air and authority, and then get out of the way as quickly as possible. Now, why 
would you do that? And the reason you would do that is because clinical staff are not very good or not very comfortable at asking patients to book back in again or to pay their bill. It's just part of who we are, part of our training, that we find it uncomfortable, the idea of having to take money. And there's no point in pretending that this is silly and we need to get over ourselves. It just is the way we are. Even I still have some discomfort in when I when I have to take money off a patient, even though I do it. So the best thing to do is to get out of the way and allow your receptionist to carry on and do the next part of the job because that's what they're for and what they're trained to do and it's what they're ready and able to do. So by getting out of the way, you're not going to be um, undoing the work that the receptionist has to do. So an example might be you walk out the patient and you say, John was here and he needs to come and see me um, and once a week for the next three weeks. But that's okay, John, if you can't make it or if you're not sure, give me a call. That's not what you want to do. And that's what tends to happen is that the clinician will tend to kind of start to back down from the recommendation, whereas the receptionist just really wants them to get out of the way so they can make that appointment. And the aim of the whole thing is to get that patient to rebook. Now, I'm not suggesting that you get them to rebook unnecessarily, but you get them to rebook for what is appropriate for them to reach their goals. Because if those patients aren't coming back, if those patients aren't compliant, then they're not going to reach their goals. They're not going to get any better. You're not going to be able to develop a good name. And really, you're wasting that patient's time and money by having them come in and only complete maybe 50-60% of a treatment plan and not get them where they need to go. To go. Two tips I would give you with this is... Um, once you know how you want to do it, is use scripts. So you all have scripts. So at the moment, when you walk a patient out to the desk or you send them out to the desk, whatever way you do it at the moment, um, you have a certain script that you're using. You may not have thought so, you may not be writing it down, but you're probably saying the same thing every time. Likewise, the receptionist team are going to have a certain script. But what you want to do is you want to make sure that whatever scripts are being used are the scripts that you want your team to use that will increase the likelihood of the success of the handover, i.e. the patient rebooking. So use, develop scripts, teach your scripts. And you'll, second advice I would give you is to role play the situation. Role play the situation in place, as in walk the, walk the staff to the desk, get them to pay, play the patient, you play the clinician and vice versa. Same with the reception team. It's got to be a smooth handover between the clinical team and the receptionist, all using their scripts and practicing it. Now, the, you might think, why is he putting a, why is he spending so long doing a podcast on handing over at the front desk? Well, the consequences of not doing this properly can be profound. I um, go to my dentist um, every three or four months, every four months, and I go to the hygienist every four months, essentially. Now, I pay 70 euros um, for the privilege, and I don't mind, they're pretty good. He's got two hygienists working for him. But what happens is when they, they finish the appointment with me, they say they recommend something. Come back in four months, for example. And they tell me to walk up to the desk on my own. They don't walk me up. By the time I get to the desk, the front desk team have to wait to see that they get a phone call. Or they might have to phone the hygienist to see what was the story. Or worse, they might ask me, what's the story? What do they have to do? And I might, um, 
I might say, look, I don't know what I'll do and I might not book back in. But the likelihood of me booking back in is substantially less because I'm up there on my own. And I now have nobody giving me clear instructions with an authority on what's best for my health. So imagine that this happened three times a day for each hygienist at 70 euros each. So three times a day, the patient didn't book what the hygienist wanted them to book because of their poor handover technique. That would mean a loss to that clinic of 410 euros per day or 2,100 euros per week or over 100,000 euros per year. Just three patients out of probably 20 patients each. So 40 patients, just three patients. Think about that. How much are they losing by not having a good quality handover system? Something that's going to require the hygienist or the dentist 30 seconds to walk from their office to the front desk and have a clear, quick script that they're going to follow, which would encourage me to book back in again. Now, because I'm a good patient, I actually am proactive. I want to book back in again. I do so. But I hear every time I go in and we sit in the waiting room, I hear patients um, walking to the desk and saying, oh, I'll give you a call when I'm ready. This is not what's best for their health. And this is certainly not what's best for the profitability of that clinic. So if you haven't already done so, I would suggest that you address your handover at your front desk and make sure it's watertight and that you're not having any leaks inside in your business and you're helping your patients to stay compliant with the treatment for their long-term health and achieve their maximum goals. So until next week, this is Lorcan O'Donnell for More Practice Profits, signing out.